0: In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of Wurundjeri country. We acknowledge and respect their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respects to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to Approved, a podcast
1: dedicated to social media, hosted by sisters Nicole and Hannah Coombs. Hey Nicole, Hi. it's good to be back, isn't it? I know. Back on the mic. Back on the mic. It settled in a little bit too easy, I reckon.
0: Yeah, um, I almost feel like we have our own radio, like national radio yeah. show. Yeah. The confidence is skyrocketing. I'm just like I could talk all day. Yeah, same. <laughs> and I'm like loving the sound of my own voice. Which <laughs> yeah. Is really concerning. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Um, how have you been? Been
1: good. Yeah. um i'm getting ready to go on a trip soon i know i know so that's all i'm thinking about and like how i'm just gonna get through this last week of work <laughs> yeah it's always a bit like yeah the lead up to your holiday yeah. it can be very it's, stressful it's happening but yeah. i'm i'm almost tapping into holiday mode but i'm like i actually can't Yeah, like I, there's no i can't yet there's a lot to get through <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, there is, but yeah, you also have your sister working here, so yeah. you can just palm anything off to me. Yeah, I was gonna say, Are you excited to look after my accounts? Oh, look, guys, I am uh going to be looking after Hannah's accounts while yeah. she's gone. Yeah, I feel good, I feel nervous, yeah, because Hannah has some big accounts here yeah. at the agency, yeah. Um, so the responsibility is yeah. really, I think I really weighing drew, on okay. me. I went, <laughs> I said, I
1: said like, it's the first. What did I say? I was like, it's the last thing I think about, and the first thing I wake up and think about. Yeah, uh, like, it's good. probably a bit intense. Like that's not healthy. So, yeah, don't put that pressure on so, yourself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: hey, I might just lay so hard that yeah. I, I take over your account. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure, <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I should be scared. You should be. I'm coming. Cool. Anyway, (laughs)
1: Um, well, let's talk a little bit about what's been happening in social media. Some of the stuff that we've been discussing here Mm. at the agency Mm -hmm. um, and like, yeah, there's been some interesting things we've been talking about.
0: There has been. Um, If you don't already subscribe to Mm -hmm. our trend report, we send out a weekly trend report, um, which is on a mailing list. So (laughs) you can sign up through our Instagram Mm -hmm. or through Melbourne Social Co.'s website. But we go through all of the latest social media Mm. trends and I think... It's a really great way to just keep tabs on what's happening within yeah. the industry yeah. in a really digestible way. And it's all easy. It's, it's not just, like
1: it just sits there in the inbox, easy to read. Looks pretty. and then you know everything.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So as an agency, um, we recently read through Dash Hudson's Power of Community report. Yeah, it sounds fancy, but it's actually it it highlights some really yeah. simple, really effective yeah. social media yeah. tactics I th- that.
1: I was going to say, like, I think, like, it's stuff that we assume. Like, as <laughs> agent, we assume we're like, well, we know this works because we can see it. But what is so nice is to have stats and report to back it up. Yeah. And when you talk to people and we'll be like, "We this works because, like, it does and here's the stats to prove it. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes you feel like yeah, you have all these amazing ideas that, like you said, we yeah. know are best practice. Yeah. And then, you know, it might be like a client or a brand. Yeah. They just quite – they can't always understand. Yeah. Where we're coming from, yeah, and so in this report, we're seeing numbers, we're seeing, we're seeing data, nice numbers. okay, yeah. Um, the I guess the main takeaway for me, mm-hmm. um, I think you're the same too from mm-hmm. this report is that people want to consume really relatable and authentic content, 100%. especially when yeah. it comes to ads and advertising, yeah, especially with ads, right? Yeah, like I. I can't tell you how many times I've been watching a video yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, my God, this I know, is an ad.
1: an ad. I know. You know? I was watching TV the other day and then the ads come on. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I've gone back in five years. Yeah. Or almost ten years. I'm like, TV is so stuck in time. I know. Like, it's even if they have, like, up-to-date people or new faces and – and topical ideas yeah. I, the way it's delivered I'm just like I feel like I'm stuck in time here like yeah. give me get me back on TikTok
0: yeah and I think it's so clearly curated and mm. aspirational mm. with you know those big television commercials like that famous Coca-Cola commercial from like years ago where everyone's like dancing and drinking yeah. Coke, and I was like oh my god I want that life. yeah whereas ads on TikTok it's Instagram you can actually insert yeah. yourself into the ad yeah. that you're watching, and yeah. it feels relatable. And this report is backing that up yeah. by a mile. Yeah. And that also includes working um, with influencers, That's which the, is like a massive. It's a um, massive deal, yeah. And
1: it's like a can be quite a large investment for some people, and some people yeah. don't think it's worth it. But this what these stats are showing is that their engagement and the results are like I don't know what the number is. I do. Yeah. Insert Nicole pause while
0: i pull up my report <laughs> so the creator engagement rate yep. is at 4.8% yeah which is, is good. really yep. good yeah whereas general brand yep. engagement rates sits at 0.3% yeah
1: people are finding it influencer content more digestible especially not just on their own page but when a brand reshares it mm-hmm. we, and also like ugc so yes. it may not even be a The creators posted it, but the creators just created it. And then the brand gets to post it. Yep. Um, That's being received so much more better
0: by consumers. I think as well, um, especially with influencer marketing, people follow them for a reason. Mm. They trust them. They feel like they have a relationship with them. Yeah. I know, that I I message influencers all the time. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're my friend. I know. I I bought them. I love (laughs) them. And I'm like. Cringing, but it's cringy, but but i trust what they're selling me and that's yeah. why i buy it and i think there's just so much power behind yeah. that um and so yeah we'll we can um link this report yeah. in our show notes so you can read it uh as well and like i said You know, just to plug the social media trend report that we send out every week, it just does all the work for you. It does.
1: It does it all for you, and it's an easy read. And I love, I love when it comes into my inbox because I'm like, oh, let's see what like it shows you the top um, trending TikTok sound and like even for reels, like just having it all there so easy.
0: Yeah, if you're a and there's
1: pop culture. news in there too
0: yeah so you don't even yeah. need to do the work yourself no. I've done it for you people yeah. and I think it costs less than like a glass of wine yeah so <laughs> it's a bargain, it's a bargain. <laughs> cool. um so today we have very special guests. Yes. We Did have, you want to give a little I give it. I'll give a little spiel.
1: Um so we our exciting guest that we were sort of hinting at last week is an amazing um person. Yeah. Um she's not only just a client mm. of ours, mm. but she's actually a good friend of mine and a good friend from a long time ago. Yeah. So um it's such a pleasure to have her um on this episode. Her name is Taylor Walker. She's from Playside Studios um, and she's had such an inspiring career um, in the gaming Mm. industry and being a part of um, that brand, that brand's grown um, huge, Playside. And to have that as an Australian Melbourne brand, you know, that's something to be really proud of. So Mm. she's done such a good job there um, and she has a lot to talk about and yeah, we just can't wait to get into it. I am
0: so excited and I can't wait
1: well taylor it's so exciting to have you on approved with us
0: thank you for having me i'm very excited to be here
1: yay so we're so excited to have taylor as our guest this week um taylor works at playside studios which is a gaming company in melbourne and she's been there for like seven eight years
2: now seven years i just had my linkedin anniversary oh my gosh so seven years oh
1: very cute so taylor's done very well um in her position there and the fun fact about taylor is that we used to be High school friends. We were in the same year yeah. level, and we're actually really close. Like, yeah. we would go to each other's houses, We'd have sleepovers—the best of friends in high school. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> we were good friends there. And then Taylor decided that she could do better and didn't want to finish high school.
2: Are gonna be like, do better and didn't want to be friends with me? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yes.
1: So Taylor decided that she had your own interests, and they're always different to others. And one thing was like gaming yeah and you would not just it wasn't like a phase you don't high school to go through like a phase you're like it's like no this is your thing yeah the phase and it, just kept going it's still going <laughs> so she was you're always like good at that and like didn't really stick to the status quo I would say um yeah and so you, it's really quite proven to where you are today um which is really cool so um we had a bit of like a full circle moment because when you decided to go off and study that we I guess lost contact a bit.
2: Yeah, yeah. You were at uni, I yep. was working
1: <laughs> yeah. nonstop. <laughs> yeah. So we ran into each other. It was like a real like universal moment. Yeah. Like all the blue. In a crowd.
0: <laughs> it was like I saw you through yeah. the crowd. Like...
1: No. People moved aside and I saw you <laughs> and it was like a magical moment. It was very movie like and yeah. so then we reconnected and sort of got to realise like where we were at um in our careers and also personal lives Got yeah all the juicy goss <laughs> and so to this day you're now one of my clients yeah which is We'd, so exciting it's it was so random
2: how it yeah. happened because we, we reconnected for uh you know a little while it would have been like a year and a half before we yeah. ended up working together yeah um so it was really nice yeah it was a nice reconnect
1: yeah so in for us we work with playside yeah and we look after the dumb ways to die tiktok account which has been for like the last six months. Yeah, wow, that went really quick. It's gone quick yeah. and the accounts had some like crazy growth. Insane. Um, What's it at now? It's like... It's at 5.4 million. So crazy. So when we first started, it was on like 3 million. Yeah, just only three, you know. Yeah. Nothing too special. Yeah, but do you want to talk a bit about like the experience there with ways to die and how that trend started and what that meant for the account and how that impacted like for you guys as yeah. well
2: yeah yeah so we um, have been working with the dumb die brand for oh like seven eight years yep. nine years it was it was a while so obviously the the YouTube video came out yeah um, went massively viral everyone yep. that you talk to if you sing the song they're like "Ah, oh, they yep. like sing the rest of yep. it so everyone kind of knew the dumb ways to die song mm. and then metro decided to make a few um, games on mobile with it and so we picked up i think number three and yep. we did number three number four number five we've done all the games since then yeah um when we decided to buy the license mm. um we've been working with this brand for so long that we were like actually you know what where We think we can do much more with it. We yep. can take it and we can actually run with it. Obviously, Metro Trains is a train company. It's yeah. a government company. They had such a good brand, but they didn't really know the potential of it. Yeah. Um, so, we bought it. And then from there, we just it, – it, it's, it's kind of our prized possession. And we just yeah. kind of ran with it. Um, We've made all these other games. Um, but one thing that we did was we took the TikTok. And yep. I think when we got it, the TikTok mm-hmm. was maybe – million okay yeah it's pretty good so it's not no it's like it's nothing to scoff at it's like a huge um especially for an australian um tiktok account and then we really invested in and we're like we're just gonna watch tiktoks and then we're gonna take like songs and we're just gonna redo it as dumb ways um and then for us we did that for a little while and then obviously the dumb wasted eye trend started happening which is just completely random and out of the blue where um the song would be used and it would be played over a fail yeah. and it would freeze and Aww. it would have the double yeah text yep, on it yeah and when we we sort of saw that trend happening and we were like oh we have to just jump on it and then yep. we kind of just started resharing. it was the same sort of time that i think um you guys came on board it was like yeah. right sort of in that craziness it was of crazy yeah um and we we just wanted to push that as much as possible and the way that it actually fed into the game downloads and everything was yeah, insane like really. it was we had suddenly all of these downloads for the original games and we're just, just because people saw it on tiktok yeah. not even they didn't even see the game on tiktok they saw the song and, they just, and some random fail video and they were like oh i remember they, that game and then oh. they downloaded it so it was crazy yeah. um
1: yeah it was insane that yeah it's been crazy watching it and just even Like, because I get to manage the account. I get to see, like, people's comments first at hand. And, like, not a lot of people actually know it's from the train thing. Like, they just know it as the game. And that's it. And they're so confused when we're in Australia. Yeah. Like, we're outside in Melbourne in the suits. And they're like, is this in Melbourne? Yeah. Like, yes, this is, like, where it originates from.
2: That's the thing. Like, on the comments, you see, like, the Australians who are like, yeah, it's from Melbourne. And then everyone else is like, what? (laughs) Why would it be from Melbourne? Um, It was a train thing. (laughs) Literally.
1: And the current audience is more in America and Indonesia. Mm. And it's great. It's like not even Australia. So like getting your mindset into like another country's humor is so hard. Yeah, because I Because Australia's imagine. humor is de- definitely different. Yeah. And people find just falling over so funny.
2: I don't know what it is about it. Like I know. You see someone fall over and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so good.
1: So it works for us. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, what I think we'd love to get into is a bit about your career Mm-hmm. and how you knew from going from high school to where you are and your journey there and – because, you know, dropping out of high school is oh so no. scandalous. Scandal. How did you navigate that?
2: Yeah, so um, I think it was maybe at the start of year 11 where I um, kind of just thought about what you wanted to do yeah. and what are you going to do when you grow up and all of that stuff. Um, especially in sort of the start of BCE, it's very much, okay, pick your subjects based on what you want to do. Yeah, know, um, yeah, And for me, I was – I was an average student. I would excel at um, things like IT and art. Yep. And then everything else I was like.
1: You're
0: good at English. I was okay. good writer. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I was just like, if I didn't see it as something that I was going to do, like maths or yeah. history or oh something, God, yeah. I would just check out. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, don't, I know. not interested. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I sat down with my IT teacher. Yeah. I don't know if you remember her.
1: What um, was her name? I not remember. Oh.
2: It was like, uh, I know her first name is Lisa, which is weird that I remember the first yeah. name and not yeah, the second Yeah, that's weird. Lisa K something. K. But I was, yeah. I loved her. Aww. um She was like the first. Like IT was the weirdest subject for me. It was the only yeah, I subject. I don't know what you do there. Yeah, it was the only <laughs> subject where I was like top of the class. Really, like I was getting a hundred on tests, and so I would walk in and be like, "This is so wild that I'm getting yeah. like 100 on a hundred on like a test for IT. Like, what is this?" Um, so i was doing really well in her class i was mm. one of the only girls you know that whole wow. whole story and she um she told me about this course about yeah. doing video games and yeah. art, for, for art for video games and i remember looking into it and being like okay cool like it just kind of fit into place and i was like that's what i'm gonna do i'm yeah. gonna be okay. i'm gonna make video games that makes so much sense um and then I'm one of those people that I'm like, if I've decided to do something, yeah. I'm doing it right now. I'm not yep. doing it yeah. in like a year and a half. It's the same with everything. If I buy something, I'm yep. getting it at today. Yep. I am not, <laughs> not getting it in like two yeah. weeks. So when I had decided that's what I was going to do, um, I spoke to the, the place that did the course and I said, look, yeah. can I do it now? I don't want to finish VCE. Mm. And they were like yes i had to get my mum in it was like a whole thing like i was <laughs> mom <laughs> so i was like this is my mother she yeah. approves me doing it um and approved I, well, I pr- I it. <laughs> and um, it was kind of you know m- my mom didn't really take much convincing because she kind of knew that i wanted to do it yeah she was good um, yeah, she was, yeah she was she was yeah. she's a good egg and she was like if she if, if taylor knows she wants to do it and she's driven she's yeah. gonna do it like um, yeah. and also she kind of knew that if she was like no stay in school i'd be like No, just go do it anyway. (laughs) Uh, So she was in like a bit of a a tricky spot. But uh, everyone else was very much like, you don't drop out of high school, you finish high school. Then you go to uni, finish uni and then you can start working. I was like, well, I can do all of that. That's fine. But then I'm not going to be able to start in the industry for another five years, right? I'm going to have to finish school and then I'm going to have to study and all that stuff. So I was very much like, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. Everyone was like, don't drop out, it's very bad. I even remember telling my IT teacher who told me about the course. I was like, amazing, thank you so much. I'm doing it. Um, I'm leaving now. And she's like, No, 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 wait, (laughs) it's not what (laughs) I meant. (laughs) I (laughs) I meant after. I meant, she was like, You have to be in my year 12 IT class. And I'm like, Yeah, it's not. Um Yeah. So I I did that, and then I was studying for about six months into my course, and then I got a job in the yeah. industry, you and know, then I was yeah. like, see it <laughs> to that as well. And then, um, so I ended up dropping out. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I tried to like manage it, yep. um, tried to get like special treatment, to be like, yeah. can I do, you know, I'm not gonna be in class because yep. I'm gonna be working. Um, and then, so initially I was doing this part-time sort of thing, because I had a job um, in the industry still, yeah. but not at PlaySign. Yeah. And I was managing sort of this part-time, um, Study and working thing. It's hard. And then I got a job at Playside, and I was like, it was full time, and I Amazing. was like, okay, well, now I have to drop out. So I, I dropped out twice, um, <laughs> but it turned out for for the for the good, I guess. Yeah. Um, and
1: yeah. So where was Playside at when you started? So when
2: I started at Playside. It was how many people there? Maybe fifteen to twenty. Oh and my gosh! I remember. Um, so it would have been. It would have been going for a couple of years by this point. Yeah. Um, on my first day, I got there at nine o'clock, right on the dot. And I woke Very up. Very good. <laughs> Such a good staff member. Yeah. I walk up and it was a completely empty concrete room, and it was like it's. So you know, Playside. Is it, it the same?
0: It's office? the same building, oh but gosh. it was
2: just the top floor. Yeah. It. Uh, right now place that looks beautiful yeah. it's so decorated yeah. it's all renovated it looks beautiful yeah. it wasn't like that when oh I my started God. it was an empty concrete room yeah. with a bunch of tables huddled in the middle like yeah. no structure just ta- tables dumped in the middle yeah and I walk in there's no one there and I'm like
0: oh, no one's oh. there I was like this is the worst <laughs> I
2: was like I've made a mistake this is horrible yeah and there was one person there I walked up to them and I was like hi. Like, it's my first day um I'm like 18 I'm oh, maybe 17 at this yeah. point like real young so young and I was like, oh, I'm here for my first day. Um, and they're like, oh, people come at 9.30. And I was like, really? I was oh, like, no. that's a nice late start. So um, back then we started at 9.30. Yeah. Um And then, yeah, so it was so different back then. And yeah. Um, I was very lucky to obviously start when it was a startup when there was not that many people and then was able to grow my career at the same time as the company growing.
1: That's what's so interesting. Like, you've grown so quickly with it and so young. I think when people meet you and they hear your job title and then they learn your age, they're like, whoa, like something's not adding up. Like, when did she start? It's because you started so young.
2: Yeah, I get... um, I get that quite a bit because I'm obviously a VP now. Yeah, and that's, that's insane. That's pretty crazy, um, especially to be a VP at a publicly listed company. Like I say it sometimes. And I, whenever I say my title, I'm always like, "Vice President." Like, yeah. It's it was so <laughs> weird to say. Yeah. Um, but it's because, like, yes, it was a lot of hard work and it was a lot of hours and all of, of course, that stuff. Yes. But I do genuinely think it was also that I was kind of right time yeah like right place right time yep um, I got in at a startup yeah and even when I started in the industry like when I said I was gonna mm. do game development everyone's like there's no game roles in Australia yeah. there's no studios here there's there's a few big ones that are yeah. owned from US companies yeah. but there's no Australian yeah studios there was a lot more when yeah. I started yeah now there's literally maybe a handful okay so cool. Uh, People like, you're not going to be able to get a role even if you do decide to do game development. And the fact that I found PlaySide when it was so young and then was able to grow with that was was insane. Yeah,
0: that's
1: the key. Oh, it's so exciting. Well, is there anything exciting that's happened um, with your time at PlaySide that you're proud of or anything in your role or a game you worked on or anything like that?
2: Yeah, so I think what makes me the most proud is that I obviously started as a 3D artist and oh, yeah. I was a 3D artist, then I was a producer, then I was a general manager. Yeah. No. Then I was a business development manager. Yeah. Then I was a general manager. And then now I'm a VP. Yeah. So I've had so many different roles yeah. in so many different um, departments. Yeah. And it's really cool because I got to see all the different sides of game development. When I was a 3D artist, yeah. it was making the art, making the levels. And that was really fun. Yeah. And we made. The first game that I ever made was um, a zombie shooter in VR. Love it. That was that's so much cool. fun. That <laughs> yeah. was a lot of fun. So it was my first ever title. It was for yeah. the Oculus. It was yeah. it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: and I was able to do a lot of set design and stuff in that. Yeah. And we worked on um, a space VR game as well, which oh was gosh. really cool. Yeah. But then I got to move into production. And yeah. that's like w- sort of seeing the whole machine work yeah, right? right yeah um and you get to work with engineers you get to work with audio yeah. you get to work with um everyone, everyone design yeah. you know art yeah. and that's really cool you get to see it from sort of a, a wider yeah, view right and then when i went into business development yep. i actually had to sell that to people yeah right, right? so then that's you're like very different it's so different yeah it's it's easier when you've been inside of the teams because yeah. you understand how it works, yeah. you know. That's so true. A lot of um, BDs are just – they're good at selling things, yeah. not necessarily that they have made the product yeah. or they know – they obviously know how it works, they've researched yeah. it, but it's something different from being actually inside of that team and being like, I'm selling Playside yeah. to, you know, Disney and Warner Brothers, Massive Netflix and there. stuff. Yeah. and
1: That's crazy. Yeah, that's – Oh, my gosh. It's really cool. So how do you go, man- like, managing to navigate such a male – dominated industry and as a girl like what's that been like
2: yeah um when I first started I was like I had a lot of people reach out to me and they'd be like do you want to talk about being um a girl in games yeah and I was like absolutely not I was like I don't want to talk about it I was like I don't want to talk about being a girl in games because I felt like I was like I've done so many amazing things like I've accomplished a lot and then for people to be like, yeah, come talk about what it's like to be a girl. Yeah, I'm like, right. Are you kidding? I was like, you wouldn't ask a guy to be That's like, what it so like yeah. to be um, a guy in games. But then when I kind of grew up a little bit, I was like, it's actually really important to talk about yeah, being I a girl in an industry like that yeah. because it, there's not a lot of representation. So now that I'm a bit older, I'm like, I love talking about it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But it was really interesting because I, uh, I initially was like, no, I don't want to yeah, talk about it. Yeah,
1: I hear what you're saying though. Yeah. It's fair enough. Yeah. But
2: it is kind of. It is different i mean Mm. for me i have three brothers um i obviously grew up playing video games with them and then when i was in high school i played video games with only guys so (laughs) i've been around guys my whole life and i'm very comfortable with that yeah um but it is different it is different to then go into an industry that's only got guys in it and especially when i became a producer i was sort of in the industry for maybe six months to a year and then i had to start managing people who have been there for five or so years and they've been making lots of games and I've yeah. like only made a few. So that was a really interesting dynamic <laughs> yeah. to then be like, um, hey, can you can you do this and all of that stuff. So that was really interesting to navigate. Mm. Um, I think just when you start doing it over and over again, you yeah. get a little bit more confident with yourself. For sure, yeah. Um, I find it really interesting being sort of a girl in the industry, not because I'm like seeing a lot of sexism or anything like that. Yep. Lucky for me, I haven't experienced a lot of like gender discrimination or anything yeah. like that which is really nice but there is always like a part of you and I think this just comes with being in an industry filled with men yes where you're like something will happen or someone will say something and you'll yeah. just kind of stop and you'll be like
0: I wonder if that was
2: because I was a girl like I yeah. wonder if if I was a guy would that have
1: happened I know you and can't help but to think you can't
2: help but to think and so that's like that's the extent that I've aware that I've mm-hmm. um, seen where it's just like little things where you're like I, I just wonder if you would have said that if I was the guy, yeah, um, and it does like it kind of goes hand in hand with the fact that I am really young, as well as yeah. being a female. So it's like, um, it's it, it could just be you know that I'm young and I'm dealing with a lot True. of people that are older, yeah. But it's always something that you think about where you're just like, I wonder.
1: I know. I, I think better. that yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah. So
2: that's. I feel like that's for me. Mm-hmm. I've never been like. You know had any issues yeah. um, in the gaming industry at least from my point of view which is really good but i think the only thing that i will say is um there is a lack of women wanting to be in games
1: why do you think that well
2: here's the thing yeah. so for i remember we had this discussion about specifically like we have a lot of artists that are women um, but yeah. when you look at engineering, there's not that many. Like we only really mm. hired sort of our first few um, in the past year. Yeah. But I remember prior to that, we had a discussion around why I think someone. And this this is the topic that I'm probably most passionate about yeah. because I want to see as many women in the games industry as totally. possible. But I don't want I don't want people to be hired because they're a girl, right? I want yes, you, that's important. I want you to be hired because you're the best candidate for the yep. role. And I remember it was brought up and someone was like, you know, we've hired, we've interviewed X amount of women. Yeah. Why have we not hired any of them? And I'm like, Well that's not the problem. Yeah. Because we have a very amazing hiring system. Like yeah. our talent acquisition group is phenomenal. Okay. They have a lot of um, interviews and they have yeah. a lot of tests and especially for engineering, we do engineering tests, art tests, all of that stuff. Wow. So the question is not why did we not hire them? Because yeah. Especially at PlaySide, everyone love like, no one's no oh one's God. like that. Yeah. But, um, you know, in some industries they are, but we're not. So yeah. the question is not why did we not hire them? It's okay. Especially, you know, me and other women at PlaySide, we're yeah. like, okay, why are women not getting into games to begin with? Because yep. we're not getting enough ap- applicants in. So yeah. we do things like we talk at TAFE uh, events specifically yep. for women about yep. here's the opportunity in gaming, here's the mm. pathing that you can do. Because yep. the problem is... There's not enough women studying these things and therefore there's not enough women applying. It's not we need to hire every woman that applies. just not enough It's just they're not getting into it. So we're like, why are they not getting into it? And then we look at that problem and we try and fix that. But for me, the answer is never, oh, you're a woman, you've interviewed, there you go, there's a job. Like
0: that's
1: not how it works. That's not how it works, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think about like your – well, you have a bit of a different experience with actually – participating in gaming not just developing it and then i guess my experience with gaming is i would say i don't even know if you guys have like categories or levels but i'd say very like entry you know mario kart yes. it's still classified as a game Absolutely. or Great even game. just like a little um, mobile game but like do you feel like you need more girls playing games enjoying games and being a part of that community to then have people wanting to pursue it as a career
2: not necessarily because yeah. it's not that the women aren't there. Yeah. You see it a lot in especially um, eSports. There's not that many women. That I think is yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. Keep in mind when you're playing eSports, you're usually yeah. on a team and you're yeah. usually in a house and not yeah. every girl wants to be in a house with a bunch of dudes that play yeah. video games, right? It's just yeah. how it is. Um, but in terms of actual player base, there is a lot of women. Yeah. It is – there are definitely games where you don't want to be – on mic if you're a girl.
1: Yes, I have heard stories. Yeah. So that's
2: I mean that's a 100% a thing, but yeah. it's also like you it's gaming is toxic. Yeah, like just a bit overall. of verbalness there. Well, that's yeah. the thing like if I if I'm going to insult someone, which you do when you're playing a Yeah. Video game, I know what you mean. If you're playing Call of Duty, you're going to insult your teammate. Yeah. That's just how it works, right? So it's like the easiest thing to say when a girl talks is, "Oh, there's a girl playing." yeah But that's it's not necessarily because you're a girl, it's because it's well a, you, I'm going to insult you. Yep. First thing I'm going to say is that you're a girl. Yep. If I hear like yep. a little kid, yep. first thing that I'm going to say is, does your mom know you're playing? Like, yeah. You know, like, it, you're it, everyone girls. has their little joke. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like you're you, you mm. going to get like the little bit of back and forth. Yep. Yes, it's quite toxic. Yeah, Especially like those games like, um, you know, Call of Duty is pretty bad. Yes, But that's, you kind of go into that knowing that. And yeah. you can, you know, not go on mic, that's a solution. It's not a great solution. Yeah. There's people that do like voice mods and stuff. But I think that's cool. if you go into it and you know that like, it's not necessarily because you're a woman. Yeah. It's because they're going to insult you. They're going to find something reason, And they're going to find a reason yeah. to like to yeah. throw it at you. And, yeah. Um. So I kind of, I mean, I used to play,
0: what did I used to play?
2: I think it was, I, I mean, I never went on mic because- Okay. I know, especially. I only ever went on mic when I was doing really well. So and then you're like, I was like oh hi. I was like, yeah, I was like, imagine losing to a girl. So like, I yeah, would, I wouldn't go on. So I wouldn't go on mic unless I was doing well. Like, if I was I doing bad, that. I was like, there's no way I'm letting yeah. them know that I'm a girl. Like they're going to say something. So yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, there's even games. So, Um. Dota is a uh, I've heard of that. yeah Dota is yeah. essentially so there's League of Legends and yep. Dota very yep. similar games yep. um one's a little bit more hardcore yeah um but they have mic enabled and it's one of the reasons why I won't play it okay yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, my brother is obsessed with Dota and he's like you know you play League of Legends play Dota yep. it'll be fun and I'm like no it won't be yep. I don't want to be on voice yep. chat so people can harass yeah. me no thank you um but I don't think that that's a problem I think there's yeah. a lot of female gamers um mm. and I don't think that's you know we need to get more female yep. gamers in order for yep. people to want to be in game development i yep. think it comes down to more we need to we need to allow them to see all the different pathways in yeah. gaming yeah from a younger age yeah so i mean i only found out about it when my it teacher yep. mentioned it like so going to those TAFE events yeah. going to like those um days in high school where you show all the career options yeah and go here's gaming not only gaming there's all of these different things that you can do within
1: yeah you know you're eight years in and you can see like what people need when they're young but when you were young like all you had was your female it teacher yeah was there anything else or any other types of people you were seeing or any advice you got in the way or was it a real like solo battle
2: yeah that's a good question yeah. um i think for me especially in the australian industry and i mean even now i'm not i'm not super like following the people in in the sort of industry there's a yeah. few people that i follow on linkedin that yeah. i'm like oh that's really interesting but for me it was more like i mean this sounds like so cliche but when i started working at playside there was yeah. so many people that i was like oh like i looked up to them and i was like yeah. that's really good um so a lot of people around me um really inspired me to to sort of keep going i think um, especially when I started moving into different roles yeah. like um, our CEO is amazing you've met yes. him he's really creative and yep. he's definitely so different to like all of the other CEOs that you'll see and yeah, it's like totally. the little things where he'll just be passionate about all the areas of yeah. the company so like suddenly he'll be like TikTok's now yeah the thing that I'm focusing yep. on and he'll just come in and be like we want to do this this and this and this yeah. And he's like that with every area. Mm. But he really um, inspired me to, when, especially when I was when I first became a producer. Yep. I was having a little bit of a hard time. Um, I was young, didn't really know how game development worked, and yep. I was like trying to gain respect from people. Yeah. And when I was when I was younger, I was a little bit more like angry as a person so okay yeah <laughs> I was I, I've as I've grown <laughs> I have become less but for me I was like if I just force them to respect me that's the best way to go yeah, about right. it yeah and that's the absolute worst way and I'm to like, go back <laughs> to like you don't force people into respect and yeah. and that was the thing because I so badly wanted people to respect me yeah I was like you know I know I can do it I yeah. know I'm gonna be good at this job yeah. and it's like well no one else knows that so like yeah. It, and he and he said to me when I was sort of struggling I was like I just don't understand like and I was very much like you know they respect this person yeah because like I'm a girl like why am I not getting respect and he was like you just need to keep proving that you can do it yeah and you just keep doing like don't force people to respect you but yep. just hit the deadlines make great games do your job really well and then people will respect you and i I you're was like, like, oh I was like <laughs> is that, that easy? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, and that does. Because <laughs> like you don't just get respect overnight and especially when you are starting in an industry mm. and you get in a role like a producer where you're like suddenly sort of manning the ship and, and yeah. sort of navigating where it's supposed to go. It's easy to get sort of angry that people aren't showing you respect. But yeah. you know, at at the end of the day, respect is earned. So I would just I was like, okay, I put my head down and I was like, I'm just gonna keep yeah. getting things done on time. The products can gonna be good and then um you know very quickly people were like she knows what she's doing yeah um we trust her and and it went really well and so I was like I wish I I wish I had that approach from the start because I think that would have um made my journey a little bit easier, bit easier. yeah oh, but you're young I was you young. can blame I, I yourself on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but oh. you definitely learn a lot when you when you get a bit older now and it's like oh I know I, right. I see people who are going into the roles that I used to and yep. I'm like okay here's what you yep. do, don't, yep. do yep. don't do this yeah don't do this yeah and um it's good just be able to pass that yep. knowledge on as well
1: it yeah. is it's great looking at yourself when you're young like my biggest thing is that it's okay not to be liked by everyone and it's okay not to be super nice Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure you can remember me in high school and I was like, just really nice. (laughs) That's the thing, like um, the nice thing. Yeah. It's
2: such a big thing. It's like being liked by everyone as well. um, That was my thing as well. I was like, I want everyone to like me. And then if Mm -hmm. people didn't like me, I would be it would really affect you yeah I know why do not they like me
0: um
2: but you know especially when it comes to your job it's like if you do things well and you're 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 respectful yeah um you know people want to work with you it's just it's so much more important than whether or not they think that you're nice you're nice it doesn't matter it's like oh oh, you know they like me and it's like well you know are you doing your job really well yeah if you are then it's like as long as you're not as long as you're like respectful and like you're not you know an asshole and it's it's that's all that matters. Yep, yeah, that's so
1: true. Um, yeah, I was thinking about how in the gaming world, um, I guess that started a lot earlier than social media. Um, and so what for you has it been like to see social media like adapt into that space?
2: Yeah. it's So I when I was sort of first starting off, I yeah. used to stream on Twitch, which is like the platform yeah, that everyone right. plays video games on. And for me, you know, Twitch is – it's very similar to YouTube in terms of algorithm and Instagram, I would say, yeah. as well, where it's like if you have a lot of followers, you'll be seen by more people.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, if you manage to get on that featured page, yes. then, wow, that's pretty yeah. much the only way that you kind of gain new followers. It's really hard to, yeah. to develop um, a community, especially at the start. So when I was streaming, I was like I finally got to like – Two thousand or three thousand followers oh. and i was like oh, i did it it took like a year and a half to two years oh, a work. i had like 100 people maybe 200 mm. if i'm lucky yeah um like on a very good day watching me you go onto TikTok now and you do a live oh, you yeah the TikTok algorithm and i'll say this like it's it's so good for content creators in terms yeah. of you can just it, it they they care about the people making content yeah. they'll go Here's the algorithm, anyone can suddenly have a video yeah. that pops off. People like it, I they know. share it, they comment it, and it just it goes. Yeah. Whereas like you don't really see that too much with YouTube or with Twitch, uh especially. Like really? you see some of the bigger streamers on Twitch, they'll have two million followers on Twitch. Yep. Yeah. You go to their Instagram, they have maybe fifty thousand. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a hundred thousand. And you're like, on. How how do you have yeah. two million to 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 that? It's really crazy. And I think it's because it was so sort of excluded outside of mainstream media, yeah. and now you have TikTok where you can stream to both Twitch and TikTok, yeah. or you yeah. can just stream to TikTok, and yeah. your algorithm is just going to be like, "Hey, people keep stopping at your video,"
0: yeah, going to put it on yeah. more people's
2: for you page, yeah, and that I think TikTok has been so big in like the gaming space, and you yeah. see it now. I downloaded a game off Steam that I would have never downloaded because I saw it on TikTok,
1: really, and it
2: was it was some random game. Right. And it's not really usually what I play. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok, I was like, wow, that looks interesting. Let's give it a go. And I downloaded it. And it's the same thing you see sort of in movies. I don't know if you've been on, you'll go on Netflix and you'll be like in the top 10, there'll be a random movie yep. for like that's 10 so years ago. True. And you're like, oh, you I saw a scene on that on TikTok yeah. and I guarantee that's why it's in the top 10. That's and it's the same 10, with games. You yeah. see someone stream a game and yeah. you're like, that looks interesting, I'll yeah. give it a try. So I think TikTok specifically has been really big for yeah. gaming. Um, and, you know, you'll see more platforms spin up. You've got Kick, and yep. they're all different streaming platforms now yep. that are rivaling t- Twitch and it's actually making them sort of pick up their game yeah. and be like, oh, we're not the only people doing streaming anymore. Yeah. So especially with TikTok, I think, yeah. I think things are going to change in the next couple of years yeah. um, and really lean into that.
1: Yeah. So for you guys with all the games you develop, is it like a guarantee that you should have a social media presence for each game? Is that a part of your strategy? So where
2: we're kind of picking and choosing yeah we're lucky enough to work on so many games so yeah. we've got mobile division and we have a pc yeah. and console division for our pc and console titles we're definitely leaning into like let's make sure there's an instagram and a tiktok and yeah. stuff for, for those games mm-hmm. for our mobile games it's more just play side in general looking at all the different things that yeah. we're doing because they are on a smaller scale yeah um but we do really want to lean into social media for, for the bigger games. And you'll see how yeah, we did um, a video game with laser beam and fresh, which are yep. two of the biggest streamers yep. um, in the world, let alone Australia. And so we have a social media account for that world boss yep. game and we show clips and all of that stuff. So w- depending on what the game is, the yep. more we're likely to sort of lean into the social media yep. side of things.
1: Yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, I think that um, wraps like our main points of getting to know everything about your career and um what that's been like I wanted to jump into our next segment um which is called approved Approved. okay (laughs) so approved is where we come to each other with something that maybe you want to seek approval on it could be anything it could be a photo a dating profile um purchasing thing or like a behavior or something that you've done that yeah. you're like oh I just need to talk this out with someone like was I in the right or was yeah. I in the wrong yeah. can you approve that um just hit me with anything on your mind
2: I will say I don't go on dating apps because I'm one I am horrible at replying yeah so there's that yeah horrible at replying don't really use it but occasionally I'll get like I'll go through the matches and stuff and then never actually end up messaging anyone yeah classic yeah but <laughs> Had someone message me today, and I wasn't going to reply, and I did reply. Yeah, and I would like you to know whether or not my reply. Is okay, <laughs> yeah, I want to know. So someone messaged me. Yeah. And like I was on the fence about swiping with him anyway. Okay, you know so it's already a bad start. Like, mm, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I wasn't like over the moon about yeah. this match. Yeah. And then he messages me and he says, "Hey Taylor." And he spells my name wrong. Okay, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, or not approved. <laughs> and I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't message or whatever, yeah. and I'm like, whatever. But it's such a like it's so infuriating for me. Your name's right there.
1: My, like you well, can't that's get it the
2: because I double checked yeah. before. I was like, let's yeah. not overreact. Yeah. And my name's on the page twice. It's up the top of yeah. then It's like, would you like to message no. Taylor? And I'm like, you had to. And I understand my name is silly because it's got a H on the end. It's fun. But it's it's there it's yeah. not like I decided to put a h but you know like I spelled it wrong and yeah you know whatever no, yeah so I replied and I was like that's a shame yeah <laughs> and then I just I was gonna wait for him to see it and then be like "Unmatch," because I'm petty <laughs> but I was like I uh, for me like in an email especially yeah. like if someone emails me and they spell my name wrong I'm like
1: especially uh, with work yeah especially yeah. or
2: in LinkedIn None. my name pops up in a little Like, would you like to message Taylor? And then you spell it wrong. And it's probably like autocorrect or whatever I know. Okay. Maybe. It's still for me. I'm like, I I try so hard. Like I'll put someone's name in. And like whenever I send an email in general, I'll reread it like 20 times. yeah, And I'll be like, is that okay? the name right? A hundred percent. It's just like a bit of respect. Yeah, And then when that happened, I'm just like.
1: (sighs) Yep. (sighs) Okay. Well, my thoughts are, well, first not approved on his end. Like, you got to spell the name right. It's I not agree. hard. I agree. Saying what a shame is... <laughs> <laughs> it's a little <laughs> petty. It's funny. It's petty. fun to... I mean, you could have had the opportunity to actually get over that and maybe get to know him more. Maybe it could have been good. But I think in the dating world, you can have one shot and if you get the first shot wrong, you're out.
2: What's see, I feel like there's still a way for him to come back and be like, oops, or like yes. something. If he replies something funny...
1: Danny, he, yeah, back in. There's, you room. Know, there's, there's room. Yeah,
2: it, it'll be interesting to see what he says. Okay, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna, I was gonna do an Insta unmatch, but then I was like, I don't know if he sees the message. Do you think
1: he'll even realize what he's done? Some people are kind of dummies like that. He'll probably just be like, like "What's a shame?"
2: Yeah, I feel like that's a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah, then you <laughs> unmatch. If he's like, "What do you mean?" I mean yeah. like, well, there's a whole other reason. <laughs> yeah, know. but like, I'm also this very, is more I'm, of a shame. <laughs> but I'm so like, I'm very um, like very picky (laughs) like someone will be like if they abbreviate like words or anything i'm like yeah what you couldn't write the whole word you couldn't write you (laughs) you had to write the letter (laughs) i'm I'm so petty though it's It's like it's really funny
1: it's it's ridiculous
0: oh that kills me hilarious well
1: i approve i approve your response and you can get me posted on if you replies. Mm. i'll do an update Yeah. yeah cool all right well i'm gonna tell you mine yeah mine's like a behavior thing so you have to approve on if I've done something bad, and okay. it's to do with my cat, <laughs> and I hope this is fine. Um, but my cat is a very like confident, playful, very misindependent. Yeah, absolutely. So you hold her too long, you make her do her own thing, she'll hiss. Oh, she's well, just a poor like a, yeah, she's stop. a little sassy. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. She gets over herself. <laughs> she's on the floor. She's happy. Yeah. So we thought, well, since she's so playful and confident, maybe she wants to go outside. Mm her a little harness. It was black. She's a black cat. Cute. Like it really matched her. She was hating us putting it on. Yeah. So we got the treats out and we're trying to clip it on. She's biting us. She's so grumpy. And then she doesn't walk properly. She can walk fine. She's being dramatic. Yeah. She starts like doing this. Oh, they love it. Like a yeah. stealth mode. And so we put her outside and she's just walking around like that. And we thought, oh, she's kind of liking it. And then we're trying to get her back in. And she growls. Like not meows He's yeah. growl <laughs> like full deep growl oh, and no. I was like in that moment I was scared of her yeah and I was like okay we've got to get her inside yeah and he's like I'm not touching her now I'm like yeah you're not oh. I will <laughs> so I picked her up and she was fine put her down she looks at us both and goes mm-hmm. both death staring us growling like I was like oh, what no. is wrong with my cat and I'm looking at her and I'm like I have to get the harness off yeah like I can't leave her like that, but she's going to hate me. Yeah. And so we're in there trying to get it off. She's biting us, growling, mad tail going everywhere. Get the treats out. Give her like 20. Finally <gasps> get, get it off. <laughs> yeah, seriously, finally get it off. I'm like, I'm so bad. Like I thought this was going to be fun for her. But I she was just like a little monster. Yeah. And I don't know if that was the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so it's up to you.
2: I, wait, so what am I approving whether or not you should have put her outside when she was clearly yeah up,
1: yeah yeah should I've pushed her boundaries so should, should I try to get her to try new things yeah,
2: I'm the worst <laughs> person to ask because I have two rag dolls which are just like bundles of joy and we're like put a hat on me it's fine okay and I put them in harnesses all the time I know I see other people do yeah, it I'm like I've, I've hated it can. yeah yeah um <laughs> I mean I probably oh probably not approved yeah yeah no. but like, she does need to try new things
0: yeah she might have loved it like yeah.
2: for example my my cat i have one of them. i don't have it anymore but yeah. i had one of those backpacks that were clear yes i've seen th-
1: those do they <laughs> love that
2: well, he, well miko he hated it so okay so I, yeah well, they I've, had their things but i forced him into it <laughs> And then when we went on the walk, he started loving it, you know? Okay. So you don't know.
1: <sighs> so, yeah. I so think she, it's the harness. She could have been
2: like, I hate the harness. And then you go on, a, you go take her outside and she's like, I love it. You know? Yeah. You just never know until you try. Yeah. All right. But also not approved. Not approved on the <laughs> harness.
1: All right. I'll keep working <laughs> on the it. Harness. And I'll let you know. Because
2: some cats just hate harnesses.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think she's one of them.
2: But she might like going outside. So. Yeah. She
1: loves it. I can hold her in my arms. Yeah. And she's sniffing there and she loves it. Aww. So I'm like... That's and fine. Maybe try the
2: backpack. I just wanted to
1: <laughs> sit next to me on the couch outside. That's cute. And just like sniff the air.
2: Yeah, but you can't, because yeah. Otherwise, I, I mean, one of my other cats, we took, took him outside. Yeah. And we're like, it's fine, no harness, just run away. Yeah. Just like we yeah, leave exactly. and then come back like four days later, and I'm like,
1: Where No, I know. So you can't take that risk. So I can't take that risk. Yeah. No. Poor, poor Carla. <laughs> you can,
2: like just throw the harness out. You're like, well,
1: I was gonna burn trying. it. I thought she'd like to <laughs> you, see it burn. You burn it in front of her. And yeah, she's like I approve. Yeah, <laughs> I, she was like, oh. <laughs> oh,
0: that's
1: cool. Well, that concludes our time together.
0: Thank um, you for having yeah, me. This been so, so much fun. fun. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> and a full
1: full circle moment. Yeah, from friends to clients to now podcast guests.
2: I know. I'll come. Well. I'll come back once a week.
1: Oh great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll have you. Yeah. We'll have you back.
2: Cool.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Bye. <laughs>